Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Studios, it's the Press Box Summer Edition. I hate this place. I do. Ed Graney. I'm telling you, I hate it. Tyler Bischoff. I'm in a hostile environment. I am completely unprepared. I'm surrounded by people who probably want to kick my ass. It's like being back in high school. On ESPN Las Vegas. All right, here we go on a Tuesday. Ed, Tyler, Jared. Lindsay's with us. Hi. Here she is. She's with us. Yeah, we're excited. New uh, Lotus uh, employee. You like that? You like that title? I, I feel like it's a little less official than I'd like, but we can workshop that. It's, it's day one. Day I, don't one. What, I don't know what the contract Employee, said. Employee, exactly. Exactly. If we you have a contract, that. you're the only one in this room. Job title is a Lotus employee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, I believe my job title is operations manager, which means I should probably be worrying about the smell in the studio. Yeah, Fine. we've got something wafting through here that might might give us all a, a, some kind of sickness. We might burn down. That's, it's When I worked at a grocery store in high school, they refused to call us employees. They called us partners. Oh, wow. Well, wait, that sounds was it, better than employees. Were you, That's was what it, they were going uh, for. Like co-op? Because if it was a unionized co-op, no, you was, were a partner. It, it was a Kroger. Oh, okay. An I inclusive have no Kroger, though. Yeah. yeah. Together. Were you compensated for being a partner? With yeah, the minimum yeah. wage. Yeah, yeah. Tyler had stock I want more money than minimum wage. With seven twenty-five an hour, yeah. Whoa, you had seven twenty-five an hour in Mississippi? Invest in the plumbing fed, industry. It's, the it's federal growing. Federal minimum wage. I got, I got like five fifteen in Missouri. Yeah, sucks for it to be in Missouri. The first bite. Do you still believe the Raiders are a playoff team? Well, you know, yesterday I was Mister Positive. I've, you got, the were, Re- I've I... got the Rebels going to a bowl game. Yeah. Well, I, fun. I was six six. It wasn't very fun, was it? If they go zero and three, no, because I'm going to give you a number <laughs> that you like. Numbers zero point three percent since 1980 have ever, or three point two percent since 1980 have ever gone the playoffs. So after they lose to Tennessee, I won't be as positive after zero and three. So you don't think zero and two is the the nail in the coffin? Not just the nail. They might be laying in it. But is I haven't it, nailed it. I haven't nailed it shot. Is it weird that we get excited about the zero and two and zero and three starts, but if they lost two games in like week nine and ten, we wouldn't care? No, we well they'd be like six and four, and then go you know, six yeah. and six, and you still say they're kind of in it. Last year, what did they do last year? They were they had like, they were like two and zero in the first two, weren't they? Yeah, they started they? good. They and then, remember yesterday? You guys are remembering last year? Yeah. But then they fell off the face of the earth, and they had to win four in a row to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Daniel Carlson won all four uh, after yeah. the bye. They're yeah. not good after the bye. Right. Well, John Gruden's gone, so. Yeah, there's that. That's yeah, fine. so less opportunities to kick. <laughs> Man, Josh McDaniel's still going <laughs> to kick a lot. Uh, so here's your playoff odds from Football Outsiders. Um, right now, the Raiders are projected to get to 7.4 wins after starting oh. 0-2. Oh. They have a oh. 24.7% chance to make the playoffs. Still a 6% chance to win the AFC West. And a 0.8% chance to win the Super Bowl. So you're telling us there's a chance. There is. Uh, those are all the worst Numbers in the AFC West. Uh, all the other AFC West teams have at least a win, even Denver, who's looked terrible. Uh, but this this is what I thought was interesting. These are teams that have better chances to win the Super Bowl, according to Football Outsiders. Pittsburgh, Detroit. Oh, my God. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Jacksonville, New England, and Dallas. Dallas. Detroit hurts. Those yeah, all hurt. They keep scoring like 30 points a game, though. Those yeah. all hurt. Like, Jacksonville right now. Jacksonville makes sense. We're, we're two Dallas, weeks in. Man. I know. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. 
We're two weeks in. The Raiders went all in this offseason. We're two weeks in, and Jacksonville and Detroit now have better chances to win the Super Bowl than the Raiders. It's not very good. No, it's not. No, no it's not. So what is their 0-2? At the beginning of the year, you and I were both around like 9 Nine and 8. Yeah. We're 9-8. and eight. So after an 0-2 oh. start, what do you think their floor is? Floor? Like what's the what is the absolute worst this team could finish? Mm. It's not 0 and 17. No, my well, but my se- my whole season prediction went up in flames because of the freaking Arizona Cardinals. Oh yeah, they lost a non-divisional game. Six and eleven. Okay, I mean my my first thought was like five and twelve is okay. the absolute floor. Like this okay. team, like I've, okay, they're gonna beat the Chargers somehow. If Derek Carr like gets hurt, obviously they can be worse than that. But outside of that, like five and twelve to me is the absolute worst they can be. I cannot imagine them being worse than five. If they are, Josh McDaniels is getting fired. But what teams do you think that they're like? Yep, they're a for sure win right now. None of them. Exactly. <laughs> but there's not any of well, maybe Kansas City, but there's not many where they're a for sure loss either. That's true. Because That's here, true. here's the thing: but they can't string the other, you know, a full game. It's just two halves every time. That'll work every now and then. Eventually, they'll win a few games. Mahomes does that. Yeah. They'll yeah. they'll win a few games. They, they've lost two close games. I mean. If they just knock down a two point conversion, mm. they win. Oh, if they do, they win on Sunday. If by they do like twelve different points. things. Yeah. And last year, if they didn't manage to do things, right. they'd be a terrible team. Right. So like, half of those, eventually, it's going to work out for them. They haven't gotten blown out. No, they're paying no. for last year's success. They'll be fine. So, what's the absolute best they can be after? I'm sticking with nine and eight. That's no the best. Like everything goes right the rest of the way. Damn, You're saying nine, nine, and nine and eight. <laughs> I'm, with nine and eight. <laughs> I'm not going to go above nine and eight. That's what I picked them to be. The best that no, that's just your prediction. The yeah. absolute ceiling. Like everything goes well. All right, you're bugging me. Ten and seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm going nine and eight. Yeah, I mean, I, Lindsay. The yeah, best. I, like I, I preseason, I was right where you are, Ed. I, I honestly think that they just have to find a way to become that better team in those moments where they seem to falter. And I'm not sure that they're going to be able to get that done in the first year under Josh McDaniels. That's what I get worried about is the pressure mounting. We made this trade for Devontae Adams. It's not working. All of a sudden we start questioning who we are, what the identity is. And we haven't really set that yet. What's your ceiling? It's like 12 wins, 13 wins. Oh, man. I don't know. What? The absolute. Do you guys understand what a ceiling is? Everything yeah, goes right. The floor. Through the ceiling is the floor. Everything kind of smoke goes right. right now. Everything goes right the rest of the year. You guys are telling me they can only win ten games. They have a tough schedule. Everything goes right the rest of the year. They they're winning like twelve games. Twelve and five after zero and two. Yeah. I don't know, Mister Positive. It's not what is this, the Green Bay Packers. This isn't. It's this is not the same place. Going to happen, but that's the ceiling. Oh, okay. Then fifteen and two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> None of you understand what a ceiling is. I'm confused. No, that's just no, that's not the your dimensions of the ceiling. You're going vaulted. We're we're much more yes. we're standard like, we're, here. We're in, we're in the studio right yeah, now. Correct. We walked up to the building before the flight like, before the ceiling got put on and went. Oh, that's never going to be very high. How am I the positive one now? I'm rubbing off on you, kid. Like, I think they're going seven or eight wins right now. But if everything goes right, they can win 12 games. 
I don't think that they can beat the Saints based off of how they've played so far. And granted, that's weeks away. You said the Jaguars are a better team than they are right now. The Colts are probably the only team that's worse than them right now. Maybe Tennessee. But but the Colts might get it together. Maybe see. Talk about pressure, though. You you don't think Vrabel's going to have that team ready to go uh, on a short week? I I bet you. Considering what he's willing to cut off to get to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody ask Josh McDaniels that? No, and no. all right. Exactly. When I'm this, out there with these next to made available to the media. This sounds like Emmy winner Cassie Soto's <laughs> perfect question. What do you think Mike Rabel would be willing to cut off to win a week two game against <laughs> Buffalo? Because he didn't do it, obviously. I mean, no. I stayed, believe he stayed intact. I believe the NFL standard is you have to be willing to cut off a finger to win a game. Or a tip. <laughs> Fingertip, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but you only have ten fingers, mm. so you can only if win you're ten, lucky. You can, you can only win ten games. I feel like you got to go by knuckle, so you get three per finger. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we, why are Take we? This, why is this where we're like, well, no, let's break this down. Do you go? Ten fingers, ten toes. That gets you twenty wins. You're in the oh, Super Bowl. Good point. You lose your toes first. That's a good point. You're home for body mutilation. Yeah, yeah. That's where we are. You lose and your toes. First. Our Seinfeld fan, a pinky toe. Yes, you can. You can do without a pinky. Oh yeah, yeah. with a pinky Absolutely. toe. I mean, who needs that? You can do. Without. I don't know what it needs. I, like I don't know what it's there for. Balancing. I thought it was. I thought this was. Proven. I thought it was, you had to relearn how to walk. Do you have to have the pinky to to, to balance yourself. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm, it's a finely tuned machine, the human body. I'm on it. I'm Googling. <laughs> Debatable. You don't even really need your whole foot. They can make fake feet. You can make fake True. anything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well. hands are hands are a little harder. <laughs> okay. People, right. no. while I'm Googling, <laughs> oh, this to... is a radio show. <laughs> this is good. Good stuff. That's debatable. Oh, can I yell about Josh McDaniels again? Yes. Because he yes. said the same yes. damn thing that I got mad at him for saying yesterday. In a different way. Yeah. In uh, a different way. Quickly, according to Healthline.com. It is crucial to helping maintain your balance. What I tell you, Lindsay is yeah, correct. You great. have that's to relearn great. how to right. walk. Yep, you literally have to Without relearn the pinky how to walk. Toe. Yeah, but it's that like, important to coaches have taught us also during March Madness: as long as you're on a chair, yeah, you you fell off that chair. Gives a lot. you a different appreciation for turf toe, doesn't it? <laughs> no, because you still have your toe. Uh, yeah, but it hurts. So Josh McDaniels yesterday, I yelled about him being like, hey, "We got to learn how to win," and then yesterday he doubled down on it. There's an art to learning how to finish the game the right way. We have to learn how to play aggressively with the lead. So that's his other way of saying we have to learn how to win. That's the only reason he's here. The only reason he's here is because he came from a place that won. (laughs) He's the one that's supposed to teach them how to win. Right. Why? Why are we two weeks in and he forgot to give them the breakdown on here's how to win? Well, what if he? this is the first time he's ever encountered this? Like when he was with the, well, Patriots, with the Patriots, everyone expected to, to win. So there wasn't a whole lot of, let me teach you how to win. And now he's like realizing, oh God, I have to show you? No, because that's not real. It's just make better plays on not. the football field. Someone told me yesterday, do you guys agree with this? Someone told me yesterday, if this has shown anything, and it mean, and whether it's here with the Raiders in New England, how good Tom Brady is. Oh, yes. 100%. Because mm-hmm. look what's happened there. And, you know, they're 0-2, but Carr hasn't played well. But he just said, if you don't know how good that guy is, just look at what's happening around all the people he was around. Mm-hmm. And now you've got Josh McDaniel saying he has to learn how to win. And Bill Belichick, them not being good. 
and Brady just going over in Tampa Bay winning games? I think it's belief, like, honestly. And I think that's what's missing from the Raiders because we always talk about, like, the Patriot way. And, you know, we right. talk about how that was intertwined right. with Tom Brady but because it's easy to believe in one of the two because one of the two is probably going to bring you success. I mean, legitimately, between, like, 2004 or to, like, okay, whenever he left the Patriots, if he was down by six with the ball, oh, the Patriots are going to win. Because Tom Brady is going right. to walk them down the right. field by throwing to tiny white people and then, like, <laughs> Lacrosse score players, a put some respect on their name. Here is uh, an incredible stat from Josh Dubow yesterday. Number of games that Joe Burrow has been sacked five or more times in 32 career starts. 11 number of times that Tom Brady has been sacked five or more times in 367 career starts 10. How many starts does Joe Burrow have? 32, including the playoffs. And he has 11? 11 times. So I'm not good time. at math, but that seems like a high percentage. It is. And Brady is 10. And, 10 in yeah. three what? In 367 career regular season and postseason games, he's been sacked five or more times, 10 times. I guess that answers the questions times? or question. What's more valuable, good offensive line or good offensive weapons? I think it's Brady, though. I think it's Brady. <laughs> There's that. I think it's like I honestly think it's Brady. Yeah. Like I, I the think outlier. He deserves an abnormal amount of credit for how little he gets sacked. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, gets rid of the ball quick. Yeah. He's that's an well, amazing that. Well, that's a Josh Debo stat. It is the only stat. one who would really know that. Stat. Well, it's not anti Derek Carr, so <laughs> could have been better. Don't worry, better. don't worry. His mentions were still filled filled with, with slurs that made yes, me very exactly. uncomfortable. Exactly. Uh, the other thing about Tom Brady, though, was it didn't like for uh, basically two decades. It was and it's third and ten. He's going to convert it. Oh yeah. Or if it's fourth and yeah. one, he's definitely yeah. going to convert it. And the opposition knew it. The belief yeah. thing. They lost to the Have, Eagles in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles. Because he got set. That was, I believe that was one of might those times been, where he got sacked five or more times. <laughs> yeah. Because right. if you remember, the Falcons sacked him like four times and then stopped doing that. Yeah, it helps. All right. Coming up next, we had two Monday Night Football games last night. I think we saw a Super Bowl champion last night, too. Back goes Cousins again. He is firing, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted. It's Slay across the 15, and big play Slay takes it to the 19. I think he just gave the ball to James Harden. It looked like he went to the stands and gave it to the Sixers. James Harden. All of the sun, none of the fun on the Press Box Summer Edition. It was James Harden. I will say, if you're Darius Slay, don't give the ball to James Harden, though. Why? Drop it? No, give it to an actual like fan of the Eagles. Go, you can Bradley go, Cooper. Sure, he was too high up though. He was in the, he was in the um, suite. Go, you can go like celebrate with James Harden, but give the actual souvenir to a, to kid. a fan. What's James Harden? Well, do not with that? you wouldn't want a kid. To yeah, have get it. out of here, kids. Um, <laughs> what's James Harden going to do with that? James Harden gets a but in his game trophy ball case. He doesn't have anything from Darius Slay. What's he doing with that? He doesn't care about that. He's bringing it home. From week two in the of club. a win over the Vikings. Yeah. He's going to sell it online to make up all the money he lost on that yeah. contract. Nah, Fanatics already got him covered. He's going to be future <laughs> COO or something of Fanatics. All right, I have, a, I have a hot take for you. Are you ready? We saw a Super Bowl contender last night, and it is not the Buffalo Bills. All right. The Eagles are going okay. to the Super Bowl. Oh, going. God. They're going to the Super Bowl. Which means Dallas isn't? Well, <laughs> they get to play Cincinnati every week, maybe. <laughs> I think the Eagles are really good. 
because like they're really they are going to be the team that takes advantage of the rookie contract quarterback. Mm. We've been looking at the Chargers being like, when the hell are they actually going to do it? And to be fair, they've spent a lot of money on what Other should size. be good teams. Other, we just yeah, exactly. they need to do the whole win eleven games thing. But I I think the Eagles are about to be the team that does. We look back and say, oh, they won with Jalen Hurts making five million dollars or whatever he's making. And as soon as they have to pay him more, it's going to be really hard to win. But I think they're going to be the team that has the rookie quarterback contract. AJ, they trade for AJ Brown. They spend money other places. They've got a great roster. And mm-hmm. so Jalen Hurts, he doesn't have to be the best quarterback on the field when they play. He can be the second best quarterback and they'll still have a really good chance to win. And when he plays like last night, they're never going to yeah. lose. If Jalen Hurts is 26 of 31 for 333 yards, they are never going to lose. It's about the lines for the Eagles, too. I mean, that's really what spurred their championship run a few years ago. Because, I mean, you want to talk about Jalen Hurts. Can Jalen Hurts win a Super Bowl? Well, Nick Foles can. Right. So, I mean, if he, if he can do <laughs> right. it, like, Jalen Hurts certainly could. Yeah. So, I I think that team is really good. And I'm not convinced that there's great teams in the NFC. Mm. Who's the is, Are the Bucks the best team in the NFC? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't, not playing well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they currently don't have receivers, but. They got Cole Beasley. They do have the practice squad, Cole Beasley. Yeah. Niners with Jimmy G? I love the Lord. No. I mean, (laughs) they'll they'll beat the Packers and make the NFC title game. (laughs) We we know that's part of the equation. It's my favorite time of the year. But then they'll lose. Like, that's that's it. That's as far as they'll go. So I I just think they're good. And uh, so far, we're two weeks in. But EPA, expected points added, on just dropbacks. Josh Allen's number one. Patrick Mahomes is number two. Jalen Hurts, their two weeks, is the third most efficient quarterback in the league on just dropbacks. That's not running around or anything. That is drop back in the pocket. And with those legs and the squats, that, that gives them an advantage. Yeah. So I, I think the Eagles are really good. And as long as Jalen Hurts is a solid quarterback, mm. they're going to win 13 games. Because here's the other key. Their division's not very good. No, you're right. I mean, Correct. if the Giants are the second best team, like, at this point, what if they're legit though? They could be. Maybe I mean, this is Daniel Jones's year. Define legit. <laughs> Maybe it is, guys. Like eight wins, legit. Oh, that might be enough to get something done in the NFC East, though. He's got to beat the right people. What if they split with the Eagles? Then they'll lose the division by three games instead of four. I will say the NFC East is at its best when we're literally going. All right, so th- there are two ties. No one has a winning record. <laughs> Uh, which team's going to the playoffs? <laughs> no, that's the AFC South now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yes. They've overtaken. We got a tie yes. in week one. I think Jacksonville's in first at the moment. in first yeah. place. Because the Titans and the Colts both suck. The Colts yeah. are so bad. I'm shocked about how bad they are. It's not good. I'm yeah. trying to think before the season, is that, is that one of the ones we thought would be worse than people thought, or we didn't bring them up? Oh, no. I think we all were like, yeah, the Colts are just going to win that division. Because right. Matt right. Ryan literally was so mad that they call, even called Deshaun Watson that he went, get me out of here. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this could be great. He's going to have a running game. Okay. Uh. Where's that running game bad <sighs> yeah. first two weeks? NFL rushing leader, right? Waste of a number ra- one, first round. Number one pick in every fantasy <laughs> yep. league. He'll be fine. He just had like 140 yards in week one. Yeah, and, that's it. And now you're mad that he had like 60 yards? No, I'm not mad. I have Lamar Jackson. I'm fine. All right. Lindsay's in here today. Yep. Lindsay's a Vikings fan. Unfortunately. Can you explain? Oh my God. Can you explain Kirk Cousins? Because Kirk Cousins is now 2-10 and 10 
on Monday Night Football. Another Josh Dubose stat. Uh, he has now tied Jim <laughs> Everett for the worst yeah. win percentage for any quarterback on Monday Night Football. Kirk Cousins is the guy that won't swear, but always gets sent in to give the pep talk when everybody needs an ass kicking. And it never, it never translates fully, honestly. Like he, when he's okay, like when he's good, he can be more than serviceable. When he's bad, the basement is leaking the flood. Like we might as well just start the whole foundation over. It's awful. And again, like we were talking about earlier with the Raiders, like I think so much of the success in the NFL, because there's such a, uh, a small sliver of, of the difference is all mentality is all going upstairs. Like, how do you react when you throw a pick? Like, do you go back to that same play? Like he did last night in the end zone and then yes. throw the same pick again. I'm like, you're not even close. You need to throw it where the receivers are the only ones that are going to have access to it. I'm just like, anybody with fingers could have gotten a hand on either of those balls. And so it was just, I, I don't like him as a leader. And I think that they have a great roster. I, I this all goes back to like the Case Keenum thing. I'm like, I don't know why they punted on that as quickly okay. as they did. God, it because he just be doesn't Vikings seem fan. like the guy that you would say, you know what? I need six points right now, and he's he's the one to get it for me. Is I don't Kevin feel like that's going to be good enough. I mean, there's a lot of hype around the Kendall for sure. He is. I, I think though, based off of <laughs> that, what is I, somebody who browses r slash Vikings. <laughs> no, after I don't. No, no. I just think he looks like a Kendall. So I, I that, that's my nickname for him. But I mean, I. He's bringing that group back together. I think there was a lot of locker room fracturing with Zimmer because it was just a lot more of an authoritarian leadership style and a lot of frustration over the last couple seasons. But KOC, like they had the um, Nickelodeon slime of the week last year because Justin Jefferson got the award or something because he's great. And KOC's like, whatever we have this, I'm the one that's going to be slime. Like he's very much like rally around me. He took the he took the the loss on the chin last night, saying this is all me. Like we I, I didn't prepare them, and so I'm enthusiastic about that. But I just. I, I can't see them winning a playoff game, let alone it, you just hope that they make the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. I don't have trust in him. It must suck to be a Vikings fan when you're longing for the days of Case Keenum. Correct. Correct. It's very fleeting success. It's like one year every 10, and we get to the NFC Championship game, and we have one good drive, and then the Philadelphia Eagles stomp on us. Like it was just, it was that added insult on top of everything. Like I hate Philly. I hate Philly. I hate. And I don't know. I, it always switches between Packers, New Orleans, and Philly. Top three of my most hated places. And so it just it it's places or teams, both. All wow, New yes. Orleans. New Orleans is fun. New Orleans is like here, just a little dirtier. dirtier. Yeah, yeah, dirtier than Philly. Yeah, I've been to a music festival down there, but it was a good time. And there's voodoo. Yep, threw up in a few trash cans down there. Did I, did I tell you the? One time I was in New Orleans, my friend was hitting on the waitress. He got her number, and then she told us we should come to a graveyard at midnight. And Ooh. we did not do and? that. Whoa. We did not do that. Maybe you missed out, buddy. By the mausoleum. You, missed out. you missed out on a night of your life, and all it would have cost you was a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> we did not do that. We're not going to some cemetery at midnight. All right, coming up next, David Roth joins the show. We are on one. I lost count. Dishwasher watch. David Roth from Defector is with us on the press box. Subscribe to the distraction on Stitcher and use the promo code distract for a free monther of Stitcher premium. Good morning, David. Um, Just to let you know, since we always make fun of you for things that don't work in your apartment. um, You what? No, never. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Before we went on the air, about five minutes, uh, our studio smelled like it was on fire. So, <laughs> congrats. We obviously. might have a massive issue the next time we talk to you, and we might be like, "Yeah, we just don't have microphones anymore," or something along those lines. 
Well, you know that I will not be able to recommend a competent electrician to help you with that. So let me apologize in advance for whatever problems you've got. Uh, I I do not have contacts to help you with that. All right. I, I feel bad doing this. I'm going to just ask you a very standard baseball question to start. Sure. Who should win the AL MVP? I've seen people getting so mean about this on Twitter. People getting upset. There's two really good candidates. I don't care who wins. It's like, but I've seen people being like, like blocked and unfollowed, like people that simply cannot stand that anyone thinks that Shohei Otani should win it. I mean, some of that is, is Yankee fan brain disease, but it's a tough one. Somebody is not going to win MVP and deserve to be MVP. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of how it is. My gut instinct is that it should be judge. Um, and I don't think that that I, I don't want to be somebody that's like minimizing how great Otani has been. It's just like, I think because MVP voting is you use the dumb part of your brain for that, you know, like there, you can do the analytical stuff and uh, arrive at an answer, but that's not how you're supposed to do it. Like you're supposed to, um, you know, just get as stupid as you can and then defend that position, which I guess is what's happening on Twitter. But to me, like Otani is having an amazing season that is in many ways, better than the season he had last year. That's all true. But also, like, he just did it. Whereas with Judge, I mean, I think that this is, there's a a bigger story you can tell about him kind of betting on himself contract-wise. And then also, like, if he finishes with 65 homers, that's going to be a season that no one's had in 20 years. You know, like, and if he has a real shot at the Triple Crown, which I think he does, I don't think he'll win the batting title. But I think the rest of it, like, yeah, why not? I mean, it's nice to have this be the sort of thing where there's either uh, two correct answers or two wrong answers. Like it, it gives you something to talk about, but also like it's a these are both very deserving candidates, in my opinion. Do you like or care about milestones like he's chasing? To a certain extent, I what I don't like is the idea of the sort of we're like retroactively writing out like not just <laughs> McGuire and Sosa, but pretending that Barry Bonds didn't do it. I think that there's, you know, at some point that conversation, it goes beyond being circular. It's just the opposite of what is fun about being a fan to me. So the idea of like parsing who's on what and like, you know, what quantum of Andrew Steen Dion makes a home run illegitimate to me. Like we did that already. Not interesting in my opinion. And, but I think that like, you know, if he, sets that Yankee team record for homers. I mean, like that is, and if he hits you know, 65 homers, that's a big, cool round number. Uh, my, my real hope now is that he just doesn't break that record on the, uh, like the, whatever streaming service game they have. Like he's got a real shot at hitting 61 <laughs> on a game that people can like only watch in portrait mode on their iPhones, which seems like a real waste to me. Uh, it's going to be the Sunday morning Peacock game where they don't yes. have announcers yeah. and it's just the natural sound of. Aaron I think Jenkins that would be cool. Run. Although there is a part of me that thinks that like it would be really kind of funny for baseball if like Katie Nolan called the 61st <laughs> home run of Aaron Judge's season. And I say this as a fan of Katie Nolan. It's just like they're the ones that decided to put games on like six dis- different streaming services, and you know, like so, like you have to be willing to have this risk. Uh, would Astros Dodgers be a good or bad World Series matchup? I think it'd be good in the sense that the you know teams kind of seem not to like each other. I think it'd be a little anticlimactic at this point. Uh, I, like the Astros are incredibly good, and they're good in a way that um, 
I find very easy to forget about. Like just, I mean, because they are have been winning at roughly the same clip, and because of the fact that they've been this good, you know, more or less for the last five years. Like it's, I don't know. I'm more excited. I mean, obviously, of course, I'm more excited about the Mets, but I think that there's still this element of, uh, like, I would love a a novelty team to make it out of the American League. Um, I think Yankees Dodgers would also be a drag. It feels less likely given the the way that the Yankees have played. I think I just want a weird team in it. Um, and as you know, as your listeners know, I have a specific weird team in mind, uh, and that's because I'm biased. But I do think that, like, Astros, Dodgers, it would be fun baseball. I just feel like, you know, to a certain extent, it feels like we've seen it before. Well, did you pop the champagne last night? <laughs> I did. I didn't even have a beer in the house. Oh. We had been traveling. So I had to watch Dan Vogelback drink Miller High Life, and I had nothing. I mean, I had some whiskey, but I didn't have, like, anything that, you know, was, was festive in the same way. There's a, a good video of Bogey just of sitting back at his locker drinking a can of, like, they had, like, every type of beer that you can get a six-pack of for under $8, they had me in the clubhouse, which I really respect. That they weren't, like, sticking with just Miller products because they were in Milwaukee. They were just sort of like, yeah, get Bush. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> get, get a Red Dog. And so he was just sitting at his locker kind of vibing in a vogue sort of way, drinking a, a can of beer, looked very small in his hand. And I was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is what I want from the Mets. This is, I want a guy with, like, a weird chin strap beard uh, very slowly drinking a beer and then yelling something at Jacob deGrom. Like, they've earned that. You know what I absolutely love about baseball is that it is the one sport where there will be a locker room champagne you need ski goggles celebration for a regular season accomplishment a NLDS accomplishment and oh, NLCS yeah. accomplishment. And like, you get to do that like four times in one year, if you win the world series and every I mean, other they'll, sport, they'll do like... it again. If they clinch the, if they clinch the division, like this is just a playoff spot, but yes, I love it. It's incredible. I mean, it's really like, this is the sort of thing where like when you're in your twenties, like you don't realize that that's like not good behavior. You're just sort of like, well, you know, it's Thursday. That's the day that I get in a fight on the bus because I drank too much or whatever. And then like later on in life, you're like, you got in a lot of, fights on the bus didn't you like you keep doing that for but i think but i absolutely agree that like i was there's superstitions in all these other sports about like you know you're not supposed to celebrate this and there's some nhl thing where like you don't touch a certain trophy that your team wins is that like when you like go to the yeah, stanley yeah. cup yeah. the conference cha- it's a big deal if you win the conference don't championship uh if you do or do not touch the conference championship trophy it's a big deal every year when teams decide to do that I mean, I'm not a hockey fan. There's a part of me that respects that just because of the fact that it's both weird and clearly the sort of thing that, like, has its roots in some, like, prehistory of the NHL, that this was, like, before there was a polio vaccine, (laughs) that superstition existed. You know, like, and that's fine. It doesn't need to be for me. But, yes, I absolutely agree that, like, the thing that I want is uh, these guys keeping excuses coming to uh, drink beer in an organized fashion. There was a great moment before, after the um, the clinch yesterday. There's some photos that were coming out. The Mets had actually set up like champagne flutes for the team. This is maybe the Steve Cohen touch is that you provide glasses. Uh, that's the high class uh, new ownership in action there. But they were sitting on this table, it's like a wet folding table in the clubhouse with a bunch of really weird foamy champagne pours in them, and it had 
like I was instantly transported to the part of like every friend's bachelor party where you like have to try to behave in a restaurant with like a party of 12 guys who've already had three drinks. But it was just kind of like, you could see how like sloppy it all was. And I was like, ah, oh, these guys have fun. Like this is, I know where this night is going and like, I wish them all well. And you know, whatever it's like, Darren Ruff will be playing first base today or something. Everybody's going <laughs> to be yes. wearing an ice pack. Oh, uh, what yeah. is what is more reliable, um, your appliances in your house or whatever you're about to say? <laughs> the angels. Oh my gosh! Wow, <laughs> devastating. This is one of the coldest tones I've ever absorbed in person. Uh, I mean, it depends on reliably how you know. Like I would say that my my experience with the dishwasher during this calendar year has been a uh, like a ninety five loss pace. It's been a like getting eliminated in early middle September uh, from postseason contention sort of pace. So that feels good. I mean, I I don't want to um, you know denigrate all of my appliances either. That like we got uh, a stove, you know, we got an oven. Those both work who, almost all the time. Who is the Otani of your appliances? It's uh, I would say the uh, the Cuisinart that we got for our uh, for our wedding as a gift. I mean, just really. It does everything that you need it to do. You just plug it in and it works. It stays sharp. And you really notice it uh, when you have to wash all of the individual parts of the Cuisinart because your dishwasher <laughs> doesn't work. So it kind of stands that, that high contrast excellence that you get from uh, the Mike Trout and Shohei Otani presence on the Angels roster. That's, uh, that's my first instinct. Yeah. Didn't, you, didn't you get the hot plate? We have it. We haven't. So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Uh, we have gotten a reprieve on them turning the gas off in the building. Oh, we don't know yeah. when that's going to happen. Uh, there's definitely a chance that it happens, like, just given the way that things have worked in the building, that that's, like, at Thanksgiving or something. Like, they're going to find a new way to make it as bad as they possibly can. But I think that enough people were kind of like, first of all, why are you doing this? Second of all, like, I don't want this hot plate. And they were like, terrific, we hear you, and you're valid. And then just left it at that. But it is a co-op. So there are, like, you know, the six most disagreeable people in the building have, like, a relationship to the management company. They're extremely disagreeable people. And my guess is they got annoying enough that they bought us another few months. Well, I was just going to say is when is the next giant blizzard that knocks out all the power in New York? I feel like it's going to, like, basically it's going to be whenever the gas is turned off. That Like, the weather is dependent on what's going on in this building as far as I can tell. So, like... That's all TBD, but I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to you during it from under a pile of blankets in my home. Well, he is David Roth. Tune in next week to find out what appliance doesn't work. David <laughs> Roth you, from guys. Defector. As always, David, Thanks, we appreciate David. it. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Bye. So there's David Roth um, on baseball. I think Ed and I disagree. Astros-Dodgers would be the best possible World Series. Darn right we agree. Well, no, I don't agree. What I'm do you like, want, the Rays? I, yes, I want anyone. I don't want the Astros. All right, we got tickets to give away to go to October Beer Fest at Ellis Island Casino inside the Front Yard Beer Garden. Uh, that is Saturday, September 24th from 5 to 8 p.m. out at Ellis Island Casino. We'll take caller number 5 at 702-364-1100. You'll go to October Beer Fest at Ellis Island Casino. Uh, 702-364-1100. Be caller number 5 right now. That's Philly. You know what I mean? That's Philly. I know the support I have for the Sixers. Talking to Bryce, meeting the, the process, you know what I'm saying, supporting them. Having that type of environment in the city, that's a winning culture. It's great to see those guys out there tonight. 
that's what that's what Philly is. That's what Philly's all about. You're listening to the Press Box Summer Edition. Ed, did Marshawn Lattimore get screwed? Not Marshawn Lattimore. Did Mike Evans get screwed? And Marshawn Lattimore get off easy? I mean, Mike Evans was sticking up for the guy, right? The man, the goat. Kinda. That Kinda. one offensive lineman had it covered. Bruce yeah. Arians? <laughs> what do you want him to do? I liked tough Tom Brady. Like he, the toughest he's gonna get is maybe walk towards him. I wonder what he said. Did Tom Brady swear at him? Oh, for he sure. Because he, sure. he said something to him. Oh. Yeah, he chirps a lot. Yeah, he's insulting. Yeah, he says everything about Marshawn Lattimore. I bet Brady's one of the most informed trash talkers in the NFL. Yeah, I bet he's got like the the Duke student section. They print off right. the piece, print of, paper, the piece of paper, and you yeah. like know every player's girlfriend's name yes. or something it's like, like that. Like the Kobe story, where he learned French so he could talk smack to Tony Parker yes. in French. <laughs> I I bet Tom Brady is that where he's got yeah. a scouting report. But on he stopped. He players. took two steps and stopped because well, he knew someone well, was coming well, behind that's, him. As he probably he was smart, he shouldn't get in a fight. With yeah, him. exactly. With he's anybody. a huge person. Like every time I see how tall he is, I'm like, he doesn't look that big. But when you see him standing next to others, you're just like, all right, yeah. I get why you're still yeah. here. He's an NFL player. Yeah. They're big. Especially standing to like next to Aaron Rodgers, who's 6'3", and you're like, no, no, Tom Brady is 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. You're a solid 6'2". Why do you think he's got the ponytail? You put it up <laughs> so you get that 6'3". That's what happens there. So Mike Evans got suspended for a game uh, for knocking Marshawn Lattimore to the ground. He's appealing it. Uh, he'll probably lose that before they play this week. Um, but yeah, it was Tom Brady yelling at Marcus Lattimore, right. Marshawn Lattimore. There should be Jesus. offsetting suspensions, so I think that's fair. That's a, there's a history there. What happened when OBJ did that same thing a few years ago? What, was it with the Ravens player or something like that? Weren't they both suspended? I know when he, like, um, bull rushed him in the middle of the field. When uh, Crabtree, Michael Crabtree, mm-hmm. to keep to leave. Oh. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But they got, that was a keep to leave. That a was not. That leave. was not back and forth. That was a heavy. keep to leave. Like oh, snatching man. his soul twice. Yeah. That was that was the problem for Crabtree. Was it, was it him and OBJ? Akeem I feel like it was Akeem Talib. No, that was Josh beef. Norman. You're right. It was Norman. And then there was the thank you random. I think both guys got cut. Um, random bear player goes up and like karate chops <laughs> someone in the face, and the Bears are just like, "Okay, we're cutting you." You wide receivers and cornerbacks should be allowed to fight once a game. That'd be great with no no repercussions. Open hand. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they probably then and. and you have to take off the helmets. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're Center not field. smart enough to do that normally. It's true. They yeah. just start punching the helmets. Yeah. Like, that's going to hurt you more than it hurts yeah. him. Blocker boxing. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens there. Um, all right. Do you believe that Microsoft, who provides the tablets to the NFL, do you believe they like it when quarterbacks throw them to the ground in disgust? I don't think they dislike it. Correct. Because then it's talked about. It's great sales, too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because whose tablet is treated like this this holy relic? Right. Like, when you have a tablet, if you have kids, whatever, it gets dropped, it gets thrown around, you're like, see, it's durable. It's broken, right. but they just got another one. It just shows you, you can just get another one. Yeah. I mean, how Capitalism. many How many has Aaron Rodgers full-on looked at a play and just threw yeah. the t- like, How many times have they lost by 30 in week one? <laughs> or to the 49ers. That's what it happens. Game is for MVP yeah. last year. Didn't they, was it them that lost to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick where he came out and, like through six? No, that was the Saints that we all anointed as the Super Bowl yeah. favorites. Week and, one. And, and Ryan Fitzpatrick just lit them up. Because here was my main realization on what the NFL has done to me. Like four or five years ago, I would have called every tablet an iPad. 
like I was a child or like I was 70 years old, right? Like Kleenex. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's An the, iPad. Yeah, I would have yes. just, any tablet, I'd be like, yeah, iPad, whatever. Right. Even though mm-hmm. I fully know they're not all Apple products. Right. Because of the NFL and because, like, I've heard announcers be like, wow, the Microsoft Surface Pro, I now don't call every tablet an iPad. And when I see it in the NFL, I'm like, oh, that's a Microsoft Surface, <laughs> Surface Pro. So their diversity yeah. initiative is taking root. <laughs> this is it. They, they, got, yes! they got one. And I feel like the 90% of the time that I see one of these tablets, it's because the quarter one of the quarterbacks They're is throwing, throwing it to the, ground. Yeah. to the ground. Yeah. So I think if you're Microsoft, that is better than any commercial they have yes. ever paid for. Yeah. yeah. Is getting frustrated, especially when it's like Brady or Rodgers. Right. Mm-hmm. Frustrated quarterback. Throwing that thing into the ground. How do you not get like the commercial where you like super cut all of those being thrown into the ground and then having a guy pick it up and go, and it still works? Like a Home Depot commercial, (laughs) extra durable. They probably still don't work afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, the issue isn't with them working. It's the quarterback realizing, oh, I screwed that up. Which, who, who was it that still is using the printed out? Papers. That would be Bill Belichick. And oh, flipping through them. That I is would, Bill Belichick. I would 100 percent be that person. What are you doing? Uh, somebody like had, the X-rays going through it. them. Yeah. X-rays. <laughs> he, like going through the nobody X-rays has access to that flip? cloud document though. <laughs> it's right there. Lin- Lindsay brought this up off the air, but that Sabin and Belichick documentary, both of them talk about how like they were given the tablet and they were like, yeah. just give me a printout. Yes. Yeah. I bet you they don't have email or they they don't even answer no. it. They bring it to you in a binder so you can flip through it yes. quickly. I hope I can get to be that big of a deal someday where somebody else answers my email. You just leave it alone. You can fake that. That's true. Have a have a fake assistant. I just ignore everything. I saw, I can't remember where I saw it, but somebody was like, yeah, I, I usually get really good service at hotels or sometimes discounts because I have a fake email set up and I pretend to be my own assistant and will email hotels to book reservations and be like, so-and-so's assistant. And they'll treat and you they get, like... And they'll go, these are the demands that so-and-so will right, have yeah. while they are there. Can you accommodate? Yeah. Or do I need to move my business elsewhere? Right. I kind of use that, just not my points. Yeah. Well, <laughs> keep your points. I'm you reaching out to you on behalf of Mr. Grady. I mean, exactly. Yes, that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> on behalf of Mr. Ed Grady. And then si- you can sign and off with some... this. He has requested two bottles of water Jared upon Justice. arrival. I was about to say, Ed, Jared Justice. Jared Justice. Jared 50 bucks will be... do this for you. <laughs> You'll be, you're going to get some strange requests at the hotel, though, <laughs> Jared. 